0: 1904. Minnesota. <laughs> 1904, the last time Minnesota the Golden Gophers football program was 9 and 0 in a season. I mean, coincidence now that we are here and they're suddenly good? Hmm? No coincidence? coincidence at all, no, my friend. No, no, no. Not at all. We just see, we, we greatness follows us same does mediocrity, but greatness also does. Um see, we when we moved do. out here about Fifteen, sixteen months ago, we were like, "Oh, yeah. we're gonna be Fourteen. watching maybe a three, three-win team." I didn't even plan maybe, on watching. Yeah, exactly. Maybe if we're lucky, a bowl game. <sighs> but here we are, not even two full years later, possibly Rose Bowl bound. Upsetting the Penn mm-hmm. State University, the number four, the number four, the School. playoff team. Yes. Team that was projected for playoffs. Yes, if the season have ended last Friday, Penn State would have been in that bitch. But alas, a little boat was rowed gently up Thyanus. the The court was stormed. <laughs> oh, believe me, it was it was stormed. We made history, guys. Um, welcome. This is episode twenty five of That's Foul the podcast. Roll Tide. Fuck you. <laughs> To quote Ed, o- Ed Orgeron, yeah. Ah, what a wonderful weekend in sports it was. Highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Back oh to the highs. God. We uh, yeah. Let's 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 stay high, Evan. I have <laughs> no problem with that. Never have, never will. <laughs> yeah. So as we were stating, Minnesota. Really fucking good. Yeah, Minnesota. I mean, I'm not gonna hop. Not gonna hop on the gravy train too much because we still got Iowa this week. We have a trap Easy game money. next week against and Northwestern. West one win. You keep belittling <laughs> the trap game, but it is <laughs> in Chicago where they cut the field. So they purposed, don't cut the field. they cut the field to a higher. You have to cut the field; it has to be maintained, or gotcha. else it gets. But Unless it's Jumanji levels. Yeah, it's cut higher to neutralize the run game. That's why the, my friend was talking to me saying that Wisconsin continuously struggles against Northwestern on the road because they're a team that's powered solely by the run, and when they can't run, they suck. So Northwestern's like, oh, the only way to beat them is we're going to cut the grass a little high to make sure they can't run as well. And they don't run as well, and they always get upset at Northwestern. You just got to bend the rules a bit. It is. That's a common strategy practice throughout many colleges. Notre <laughs> Dame, for one, has done it pretty much in their entire existence until they got told me the colleges cheat. I wouldn't say cheat. I would say bend the rules to give themselves an advantage, like have boosters <laughs> who are sort of, kind of affiliated with the school to thing. pay players. I I know where you're going with this, but we'll we'll get to that topic in a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so, good. um, yeah, pretty much we started the day out Saturday morning. You know, as I started drinking at nine thirty <laughs> in the morning, before work. <laughs> and it wasn't are. heavy drinking. No, I just had it was a, I had a, a couple. Be- I was angry drinking during game day because it should have been in front of Northrop, but it was not. And yeah, yeah, we would have been beer. there. We would have the been there with the funniest sign of all time. Let you know. Yeah. Okay. The signs were whack, mainly because they're there all the time. Yeah. The signs were way better at South Dakota State because South Dakota never gets game day. It was like nine years since they had been there, yeah. That's ridiculous. How have they been to South Dakota State more times than Minneapolis? It's ridiculous. (laughs) Zero times.
1: Yeah, so we we would have been there. We
0: would have been on TV, and we would have we would just re- reap the benefits. We would have had a wonderful time. We would have, and they took that from us, but we took away their their heart, their soul. We would have snatched it, but well, we did snatch it. We did. But I mean, the host of game day did really live up to all of the hype. Yeah. Bama LSU was a wonderful game. It was beautiful. That um uh, started off Just a shit kicking by LSU. And then. LSU really came out and just rubbed their. rubbed every bit of their manhood all over Alabama to the point where Alabama fans were leaving at halftime and are. started the hashtag fire (laughs) Sabin when he is 78. And at that point, was 78 and three at home. 78 and three at home. Yeah, and his last. uh, last like four or whatever seasons he's 63-4 and four total and they wanted him fired because they were losing at halftime I'm with it down with the man at one game <laughs> yes but yes down get Saban out of Tuscaloosa so I don't have to hear about Alabama being the best team in college football ever again true that would be beautiful if well, yeah. they went on a 30 year hiatus of just being one of the worst teams in college football it would be too soon <laughs> I, I'll drink to that yes they um, yeah, so then second half came, and Alabama remembered that they they know how to play football pretty good uh yeah l s u started self sabotaging themselves, uh I know that the uh like that the- the uh the coach secondary coach called over to oh did the seahawks just fumble again? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, this is a live reaction of the Seahawks 49ers game because we oh finally no! have a respectable Ooh. Monday night game. And Pete Carroll is dumbfounded, which is unsurprising. Hey, Rashad Penny fumbles. Put in Travis Homer. <laughs> not see, C- not Chris Carson. <laughs> oh my Travis god, Travis Homer, the four string. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of Travis Homer highlights, and I'll tell you that man can get you a yard when you need a yard. Yeah, well. But I mean, hey, if we couldn't even play him in college because they were too stupid. Anyways, back to the main point. What were we talking about? LSU, yeah. Firing Saban. Yeah. So Dexter, or not Dexter Strickland, but uh, what's his? What was the uh, true freshman corner? Thompson. No, it's starts with an S. It's like. It's either. Schindler. All right, you have no fucking idea. But they have an all-star corner who was locking down Devontae Smith. Scotchy Scotch. All right. Um. Then he pointed out the. DB coach called him over so he looks to his right to the sidelines right as the ball snapped Devontae Smith runs directly past him for a huge gain and that pretty much turned the momentum in the second half over and Alabama shitty. started <laughs> to come back and surprisingly but one thing I don't like about this is Alabama like, like we said their linebacking core is just Decimated with injuries. Yeah, it's very depleted. Their secondary has been pretty injured, and uh, their quarterback had screws in his leg. If you didn't hear, they said it like seven times. He has screws in his leg and has had surgery. I think to quote every single person every five minutes, twenty days ago. Wow. And they only lost by five. Points. That's incredible. They only lost by five. They only yeah. That's how good of a game it was, and guys. Joe, in case you missed it, and Joe Burrow only completed eight passes. Okay, now that brings up the question. Burrow or Tunga-Vailoa? I mean, I I still have doubts about Tua, to be honest. Porque. Because I, I don't think he's going to be, I don't think he's that guy who just walks into a team that's, terrible and turns them around like everybody just thinks that these guys are superheroes and can just like oh if he walks into a team the culture automatically changes that literally like that's what they thought happens with, I know I thought that with Baker Mayfield and he had about two good wins and now he's just butt, and nobody knows what to do well he's only good when he has like two tight ends that are blocking you know basically seven people blocking for him yeah because the regular five can't do it yeah um just all the, like they're saying oh he could go like if they have him in cleveland and cincinnati it's like hey it, like, guys you got to get good before you get the quarterback <laughs> yeah are you going to do the whole thing over again upgrade the line first have some people some people who could block it's kind of the Dallas Cowboys strategy oh you mean the strategy that led them to have back to back like of the number one rushers in the NFL they let the best running back in the NFL go, only to draft the next best running back in the NFL. Yeah, exactly that wow. strategy. While wow. like five consecutive years of drafting an offensive lineman, and getting that had, to you, getting that to you, uh, the first, the number one rated line for like three years in a row. And they had what was it, a fifth to sixth round kind of mediocre quarterback ended up becoming a Pro Bowler. Yeah, <laughs> and almost leading them to a Super Bowl his rookie year. Insane. Oh uh, man, it's like it's hard. It's really, it's like it's hard. Truly it's rocket science, Evan. Oh my god, these people are so these sweet. mere mortals will never know. They'll never understand. Yeah, so. There's that. There's that. Great indeed. weekend in college football, though. Two of the top four teams going down. Number three, Alabama, number four, Penn State. At the hands of us. Yeah, if it wasn't for uh two dropped pick sixes, uh, Oklahoma would have went down. They Yeah, they tried their hardest to lose to Iowa State. Yeah, Brock is, Purdy. Brock Purdy had a hell of a game. That boy's nice. He He's very like, young. Granted, he's the number, like, he's, like, top four in uh, passing yards per uh, on the season because so they, they run an air raid. But still, yeah, yeah. That dude was nice. If it wasn't for, like... That last play of the game was double, like, triple teamed, and there was a window about the size of a football where he could pit, like, fit it in. Anywhere else, he throws it centimeters in any yeah, other yeah. direction. It hits a player from Oklahoma and falls to the ground. Somehow, it was just big enough for him to fit it directly into his chest, and it just so happened that since the, his receiver was falling into the end zone the uh oklahoma db was able to just, just grab it out of his hands Yeah, it would have it would have been complete too had it had the re, you know not the receiver not been falling yeah which ah. sucked because the big tight end who you can never stop hearing about played basketball with Trey Young in high school uh who was wide shit. open literally wide open he beat, he spun off his man the linebacker right. fell it was literally right to next to right, him right? if he just go yeah if he just looks a little bit to the right, he goes. Oh, my six-six tight end, who's got hands soft as hell, is wide open. And it was a pain. to shake his hand. It was. It was a. Heart, it was a heartbreak. Cause I hate Oklahoma. But there, alas, we have not made that known though. Alas, they won, alas. but they are not. They are not moving up. Minnesota uh, is definitely jumping them. Baylor almost got upset too. Yeah, Baylor. They scored. Did we not score a touchdown until overtime, and then they scored probably four in a row? <laughs> <laughs> it went from 9-6 to 29-26. Who, who did they play? TCU. TCU, that's right. Yep, 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 yep. Um, TCU is a good trap game. I wish they were good to get. I'm, I like them. But, um, yeah, whatever. yeah, so, we. I mean, I don't know if we mentioned this last week, but, yeah, we thought they were pretenders, and then, sure enough, they almost lose. Uh, <laughs> that weapon. Damn um, right. Yeah, so. Interesting, interesting week. What uh, what do we got next? This is there any? Oh yeah, uh, Oklahoma. What's their matchup this week? Uh, Baylor. Oklahoma Baylor. <laughs> Shit. Okay, nine verse twelve. Uh, rate rankings come out Tuesday. The playoff rankings. The playoff. Yeah, the the, the, the ones that, rankings matter. that matter. Yeah. So, uh, Minnesota was seventeen. Where where are they shooting up to now? Um, they have to be top ten they have to be at least number 1. Absolutely have. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely have to. They, uh Clemson who? No, I'm playing. Um they have a 9% chance to make the playoff now. Really? Yeah. Well, that's also because they have to go through Ohio State. And yeah, that, exactly in the Big 10 championship sucks. game. Who is number 1 currently? Um yeah, so I can I see them at least being nine. Yeah. I would say I should I would say that they should be ahead of Oklahoma. Yeah. Once again, I'm biased, but that just only slightly that outing against uh, Iowa State, which should have had them as a two-loss team to a team that's four and four. Yeah, and then they lost to Kansas State. Was that it? Yeah, they lost to Kansas State two weeks ago. This was almost their first back-to-back uh, losses in the like last thirty years. Yeah, and then here we come, and they're like, "Oh, Minnesota hasn't played anyone. Like, why yeah. should we show them respect?" And we just kind of. We like man- we legitimately were not losing yeah to what they saw was the fourth best team in the country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, uh, so I mean, relentless. Do uh Tanner Morgan looks like a god in this offense, 18 of 20 for <laughs> 340 yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> That's fucking insane, not to mention um I don't know the Pe- Penn State's quarterbacks name, but oh Clifford Clifford, Sean yeah. Clifford, three picks, just most of them bad too. One one was a questionable call on pass interference. I thought it was pass interference. Yeah. But obviously I'm not finna complain. So. Finna. Nice. We finna get out here and kick some ass. I'm very excited. Um. Yeah, you said Minnesota plays Iowa this week. Minnesota does play Iowa, which is – I'm intimidated by be- – Oh, did I mess it up? No, you're fine. You're right. fine. Um. So I'm intimidated by it because – Rivalry game for one thing. Yeah, it's a rivalry game. Uh, Everybody's starting to recognize that we're good now. So the whole talk is going to be like, can Minnesota keep it going? Can Minnesota keep it going? So the kind of shock value of us actually winning games is gone. And it's like, oh, let's see how far they can go, the little Cinderella story. Um, But one thing is we have a shit ton of confidence, as we should, and we're facing a team that we lost to i think 58 to 10 last year on homecoming on homecoming yep so i mean it could be one of those grounded out ooh okay terrible games what i'm just looking at the matchups for next week or oh. this saturday technically okay um but yeah it's it doesn't look it doesn't look too promising for us uh they have it's iowa play, they have iowa favored plus 3 Ooh. Or minus three, I should say. I'm going to kick them in the tookus. That's just ridiculous. I don't see how you can. Oh, okay, well, I don't want to talk too much about this. Uh, matchups next week uh, Notre Dame Navy. I mean, that's. Navy is ranked 24th. That's the only reason I mentioned it. Uh, Clemson and Wake Forest, number five versus number 19. Yeah, it's going to be a blowout. Uh, as you mentioned, Oklahoma Baylor, nine versus 12. And an SEC matchup, Georgia Auburn, six versus eleven. I feel, I feel like that's, that's more of a game to watch than any of the other games, besides yeah. Minnesota and Iowa, even Ye-doggy. though it's going to be a classic, terrible Big Ten football game. <laughs> Ye doggy. yee doggy. Um, but it's on. Oh my god, Georgia Auburn's on at two thirty our time. Yeah, we're definitely going to be at work. Um, but. Oh, fuck. Georgia and Auburn I feel like is that game because Auburn is one of those teams they're only one loss, correct? Yes. As a one-loss team, if they go in and they beat um they beat Georgia and then they win the Iron Bowl and then they could Against get Bama, they correct. get yes, just for the fans. Oh, okay, I was going <laughs> to say well, I mean, if you're listening to a sports pod, I would hope for the love of god you know what the Iron Bowl is. Um oh, Auburn has two losses. Auburn has two losses. Yes. Okay, so now they're just playing upset. They're just spoiling seasons. Um. So there we go. Who knows? Those are big games for uh for Oregon and Utah. Yeah, Oregon's got Arizona, which is a trap game too. If Tate remembers, he can play. I don't think it's. I don't think that's going to be a trap game to be honest, because Tate is. He's been injured every year, besides his freshman year where he broke out. Like he's injured to the point where he can't run, and people are just—he's overthrowing people by five yeah. to ten yards per yeah. pass. He's it's had quite the fall from grace. It's terrible. Um, like it's really bad. But um, I feel like it, the Pac-12 is pretty much smooth sailing until the title. I mean, they got past all the trap games. Now it's just like, all right, let's get to the title game so we can face Utah. Have two, have a top ten matchup, and then we uh. See who gets into the, see who could possibly get into the playoff. Yeah. With, yeah, I don't know if Pac-12 team's make it to the playoff, but. They, uh, here's the thing, is I don't, I get that it's like, oh, who's the top four teams in the country? But it's like, you can't not put a champion. Yeah, it. it's at the point now where conference champions just don't mean shit. They don't mean anything. Especially when Bama lost the, SC, or didn't even make the SEC championship and still made the playoff that one year. Yeah. It was like the second year or some shit. Yeah. And then they ended up beating Georgia. Yeah. Which pissed me off. Yeah. Because it just – it completely belittled that. And then it happened with Bama again when they didn't even make the – they didn't even make the SEC championship game against LSU. LSU won. And then they completely shut LSU out in the national championship. (sighs) So it's like what – I get that it's like the whole point is it's the four best teams. But if you're just looking at eye tests – it's like, you know, Clemson's gonna put up seventy points against Wofford. But if Especially they schedule week nine when yeah, if they schedule Wofford every single week, and put up eighty points a game, they go, oh, this team looks like it could beat anybody. It's the best team in the country. Yeah, so can anyone else if they're playing a, freaking community college. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you talking about? That's yeah. It needs to be eight teams we we've We've said this for years now, but yeah, since they started, I was like, "Oh cool, four teams that still might cause problems, <laughs> but at least it's something, and now we've realized in the five years since it happened, hey, this is good, it's a good start, but it still causes problems. We need more. I feel like eight is perfect, sixteen kinda pushing it. you're putting like two lost, three lost teams with decent resumes, I guess, against, yeah. like, the number one team in the country just to beat on them. It's a waste game. Like, I feel like the top eight are good contenders. Like, Florida is not a national title team right now. Mm, I wouldn't say so. No. You wouldn't, like, when you're looking at, oh, what's a two-loss team that could win a national championship, you're not looking at Florida. No, I would look more towards UCF. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Brandon <laughs> The rightful Wimbush. champions. Brandon Wimbush. Um... Yeah, those guys, but it's I feel like an 8 team is perfect. You get you get all five conference champions. You get the what is what is the subsection? Group of 6 conference? Yeah. You get two of the best group of 6 guys in there or one of the best group of 6 guys and then a couple wild cards. And then you just get them in that's and you so just work fun. with it. Yeah, that's so much fun. It's so much better. You make way more money because these bowl games mean so much more to the league. Mm-hmm. To just yeah the American general. Viewers would skyrocket. Yeah. It's, and that's all they want. It doesn't make any sense to me, but who knows. And then even then, when you go through it, it's like, that is a true champion. Like that right there. They went through the gauntlet, yeah. You went through hell and back. Yeah. And could you imagine if the sixth best team in the country who just squeaked into the playoff won the national championship, kinda like a uh Washington Nationals that made everything so much more fun. Or maybe True. say, How about the national championship game in basketball where it was number seven Yukon versus number eight Kentucky and it was Kemba versus the uh, the Kentucky Wildcats? Or it was Shabazz Napier, actually. Shabazz versus the Wildcats, whatever. But still <laughs> Like, that's something you don't expect. That's the beauty of college sports. If you yeah. just get fucking Clemson and Alabama playing each other again, no one cares. I'm not going to watch another Clemson and Alabama national championship. I will riot in the streets. Like, I don't want to see Clemson... I don't want to see orange and purple and freaking, like, maroon and white. I want maroon and gold <laughs> versus... Gold, gold bars. I, Well, I mean... Pretty you know, much anyone would, will take them down who gives pretty a shit. Pretty much, yeah, anyone... Just we anybody w- but those guys. Anyone, God, anybody but those. Yeah, I'm just tired of the SEC. You like, wanna, we- you wanna. So you, you hinted at another thing in college earlier. Do you wanna jump on that now? Can you remind me? <sighs> well, some, uh, some infractions. Oh, some the Chase Young thing. Yeah. Yeah. What a colossal piece of shit the NCAA is. <laughs> yeah. The dude borrowed money from a family friend so his girlfriend could fly from Ohio to LA to watch him pl- to watch him play in the Rose Bowl which he later paid back. Yeah, like a and couple And they're months trying later. to yeah, w- and they're trying to suspend him for the rest of the year for violating team rules. He paid the money back. Yeah, and it's not like he illegally obtained it. It was a family friend. Yeah. Like if I'm sitting there and say like, "Hey, I'm trying to get my girlfriend to go see me play in the national title. And then your parents go like, oh, we got some extra change. Like, we can get her a ticket. Yeah, she can come with us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's impermissible? Clearly, it is. And it's not like the family friend was a fucking agent or... That's ridiculous. Or anything in that kind. I could see the Penny Hardaway stuff, which I'm sure we'll get to because yeah, we got to talk That's about next. college basketball. But... Like, with the Penny Hardaway thing with James Wiseman, like, he's the coach of a university helping the kid's family. That's more impermissible yeah. than having someone close to you fly your girlfriend out to watch a game. Your fucking aunt. Just yeah. Like, what is lending this? Lending you $200. Well, that's actually fair. And that's, that's another thing. It's probably not more than, what, $200? Seriously, dude. Flights to L.A. on Skyscanner are, are in like $300, maybe, and that's for like a week out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, so that's it's so frustrating because they, they took two big L's this weekend, and then we kind of forgot about them because of how crazy college football was. But <laughs> they can literally do whatever they want because the competition is so good. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um. All right, let's just roll right into James Wiseman then. He uh, he Whoa. also oh go what ahead. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say we pretty much just covered it right now. But anyway, yeah, exactly. He he took money or Penny Hardaway, who's now the coach of Memphis, knew him because he was his high school coach when James Wiseman was a freshman, and then his going into his sophomore year, Wiseman uh Hardaway was hired by Memphis. Yeah, and in that process, uh, Hardaway helped Wiseman move him and his mother move. Uh, just like across the fucking city Nothing crazy And then they suspended him Because Technically that made Hardaway a booster But he was not yet hired As Me- Memphis's coach From what I understand He wasn't hired yet? No From what I understand He, he was in not. the process Of being hired Yes So basically it was His high school coach Helping at the him time move time Helping him move <laughs> Yes Figure it the fuck out NCAA My <laughs> god We're, You're punishing these kids For living at this point S- seriously for just common things for l- legit common things yeah the NCAA now is just Mr. Krabs pretty much like oh here's a fi- $10 your, fine $10 it- fine for breathing and it pretty much at this point yeah, it's, it's I really wish ridiculous. the JBA would have worked out because I'm so <laughs> tired of supporting the NCAA shout out Lavar Ball it's honestly so the like the product is so good that it's unavoidable if you want it, because like, what like, what else like college basketball is so much fun to watch, but I'm so tired of my viewership dollars going to such a shithole co- organization. Yeah, yeah, it's um, how how would you describe it? It's I don't I don't even know where I'm thinking right now. But it's it's really not fun. Even and then they did this whole thing where like, oh, we're gonna play players now, and that was literally just to get them off their back. It wasn't and even. Then, it's not even them paying players. They're players aren't getting a salary. Yeah, exactly. Everyone thinks like, oh, well, if the players get a salary, they're gonna ruin everything. But there was also a thing going around where it's like, hey, a three point line in college basketball is going to ruin the beauty of the game. <laughs> like these are what people were arguing about. Moving it back two feet. Yeah. having conferences was something that they argued specific conferences back in the day were saying oh that's going to ruin the beauty of college basketball if you're just facing the same teams against the same group every year no you got to adapt every team (laughs) every organization has subsections that compete with each other that's just life you're not wrong and they're arguing and they're like oh this is what like this is gonna ruin the beauty of college sports. No, you're dumb ass. That's inability. <laughs> like has the inability of change is gonna ruin college sports. Change is scary to people that are over fifty. Change is scary to pretty much everybody. That's true, but I'm just saying. But this doesn't of- affect anyone over fifty. Yeah, it's only affecting teenagers. It affects nothing. To yeah. the, the comment, does it? Does it doesn't affect us? No, it has not. Does, if James Wiseman gets uh, a coach to help him move across town? Does that affect you or me? Uh, now that you say that, I am very angered. You, you just you just like to play the other side, <laughs> but realistically, no, it doesn't affect anyone. You know who it affects? James Wiseman for to be happy. So you are telling me you are gonna have coaches help kids more? No, it's just gonna separate the coaches who care about the players more than the coaches that separate that pretty like, much helped the business yeah pretty much it's ridiculous man pick six let's go baby go seahawks go get a block what are oh. you doing hendrix oh, oh unnecessary ripping of a face mask um oh it's grill guy <laughs> guy with oh. grill oh, oh. anyway Oh, did we ever talk about him and <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't need to bring that up anyways um what was yeah, I saying? So yeah, it's like it coaches doesn't make helping sense. move and shit. It's and at the end of the day, it's just Pl- trying to improve their image. With not even a week later, two weeks later, they're like, "Hey, you're suspended for having yeah. a girlfriend." <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're suspended for having a love life and wanting your wanting your significant other to support you. Hey, how ridiculous you're, you're, is it? That they're saying, hey, you can't play college sports because you really wanted your girlfriend to support you. And the same thing. Hey, you can't play college sports because you wanted your mother to live in a house, to have a roof over her head. Like, what are, what are we doing here? Um, oh, my God, a fumble, too. Oh, thank God he fell on it. We are kind of just becoming a black hole in the NCAA. <laughs> Go overseas. Anybody of all under, things toxic. Every, everyone, please. Like, kids. For the love of God. Go play. Do the thing that Jalen Lequeu and Anthony Simons did. Go play an extra year in prep school. to skip college. Oh, IMG, yeah. Go play another year at a prep school, then go straight to the NBA. Go overseas, then come straight to the NBA. Don't give any more money to this comp- corporation. I hate it. I hate it so much. I can't deal with it anymore. I really can't. Hopefully we're like a swing state, and we just all of a sudden now they hear this podcast, and all these kids drop out of school and just go to New Zealand. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Best decision Lamelo ever made, even though it wasn't even his decision. He's in the killing first place. it. Yeah, Man he would. Man's off the bench and still averaging like 15, 6, and seven or some shit. Yeah, he. I mean, well, he plays an. Uh, he plays a professional game. He doesn't play a college game. You're very right about that. He's like, he would, he would not be doing well in college. Yeah, he's not looking to just score 100 points per game. He's He'd be that, Despite like... Despite almost doing that in high school. <laughs> he'd be, like, at 10 points, like, probably, like, 8 rebounds and, like, maybe... 13 assists. Some yeah. R- outrageous number. Yeah. Oh, Russell Wilson, what's up with you not being able to score at the one-yard line? Well, he just scored. He literally just floated a touchdown, which looked ugly as hell. But yeah, that's why I said it because it didn't look like it was gonna happen. Spoilers. Oh, grill guy, I bet what? you're sad. Um. Anyways, yes. But since um, uh, we need to get off the topic of hating the NCAA. Let's, as a company, they're terrible. But let's talk about the product on the yes. court. All right. Well, the one thing. So we had that. What was the the matchup called? The one, two, three, four. It was just the. It was just like the State Farm something, Champions Classic yeah, or something. some classic thing they had. Yeah, Madison Square. All I pulled from that mainly was that Duke overrated once again. They they don't look like they have an offensive identity, and they're just obviously relying on athleticism. It doesn't look like Coach K is really doing much anymore. Well, it's because Coach K is like he's focused on an NBA game. Where you try and space the floor and you let your players kind of do their things. But... It doesn't work in college. Exactly. That's why... Let's turn it back to football. LSU ran a pro-style offense. And yeah. when they played against actual teams, they got their asses mollywhopped like in these year games. <laughs> in the past 10 years. Yeah. They've been absolute ass because they ran a pro-style offense in college. Guess what? They switched their offense one time to a playbook that lets the athleticism of their players dominate, and they win games. You need to have an offensive strategy in basketball in the NCAA. A pro game is not going to work in college basketball. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's really confusing, too. They do have a lot of talent, obviously. Kind of. Consistently. I'm really impressed with Vernon Carey. They're just deep. That's the thing. They're deep. They got uh, they got vets. Yeah, now they do. That's yeah, with the problem. Uh, with Javin. Delorier coming off the bench and yeah, everything. Delorier, yeah. as much as Jack White can't shoot anymore, he still brings an element of, I, hey, I know what I'm doing and I know where I'm going to be. And at any moment, I can make a three. Yeah. He um, still is... Uh, Floor stretcher, even though he doesn't hit any shots. Yeah, he insane. hit one shot in that game. And they're like, "Holy I shit, yeah. Jack White is back after I, missing like thirty-eight in a row." I don't understand the dynamic of that offense. I don't. I don't get it. Matthew Hurt is just Dirk. I guess. Just a 6'11 power forward that stretches the floor? Pretty much. He's just Dirk or like Pau Gasol maybe, but like a skinny Pau Gasol who doesn't know what he's doing oh, yet. that man weighs like 140 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, <laughs> Uh Cash, I haven't seen Cassius Stanley shoot the ball. I've only seen him try and dunk and do layups, which is cool because he's uber athletic. He's bouncy as hell, yeah. Yeah, but like when you have everyone else in the paint, I don't know what Boogie Ellis even is. Like I've seen both, like two of their four games, and I haven't seen Boogie Ellis do anything productive. Wendell, there's another Wendell that they got. He's coming off the bench. I haven't seen him do that's anything. That's just confusing. Yeah, because they had Wendell Carter Jr., and now they have another Wendell. Yeah. Um. Man, who else? Uh, Trey Jones actually looks like he's comfortable. He's not he's shooting the ball, though, that well. He's, he's, yeah. At least in that game. He's able. He's a floor general, but he doesn't shoot very well. But see, that's the thing is they don't have people who can shoot. It's the exact same thing that happened last year, except yeah. their team's less athletic a lot less athletic. Yeah, what Stanley's the the most athletic? Stanley's definitely the most yeah. athletic, but he can't but he doesn't shoot. Like Zion could shoot the ball. He could he shot Oh my god, is that a roughing the passer penalty on a sack where he yeah, grabbed unless, him unless on the you, back? Unless you remove the man's head from his body, I don't think you should be allowed to <laughs> have a a roughing the passer on a sack. That's ridiculous. No way. Roughing the passer. Using the head to initiate contact. All right, well. Can we see the replay? Okay, first of all, they gave it to the wrong guy. Yeah, they did. Let's see. Replay. He beats the fullback. He beats the tight end. And the tight end. And he does not once. No, even the other dude hit him with his arm. He did not once. Neither, neither. Jadavion and Quentin uh, Richardson Jefferson, whatever his name is, didn't hit w- with his head. That's ridiculous. Um, once again, what do I say about the NFL? <laughs> they don't know the rules. Oh, he actually did use his head. Well, we look fall- foolish <laughs> he's falling to the ground what do you expect the guy to do that's ridiculous pull Anyways, up and jump over him back to basketball yeah duke i don't know what they're doing they're kind of over i would like to see what they do uh, later in the year i like watching them because they're just weird and i don't know what they're doing and i want to know what they're doing did you just say duke and like in the same sentence i like watching duke because i like hating duke and i want them to lose um and the only reason they didn't lose that game is because Kansas is absolutely atrocious and turn the ball over th- almost 30 times yeah, in 40 how you turn minutes. Turn the ball over 30 times. Pretty much one a minute and still only lose by like 5 points. They lost by 2. They it was 68-66. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Yeah, that's disgusting if you're Duke. If I'm coach K, I'm literally not sleeping until the next game. And I'm making sure if we turn the ball over like more than 7 times that everyone is just <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> like <laughs> so many things that would break rules. <laughs> yeah. Put it that way. Oh hey, they're they're showing all the holding that's they're getting away with. Yeah. Um anyways. So you had that the number one versus number two game, Michigan State and Kentucky, once I saw that Kentucky had Emmanuel Quickly and Ashton Hagen's back as, as sophomores mm-hmm. and pretty much their entire starting line last year besides Harrow and Keldon Johnson. Um was back like, they I I young. knew I I knew it immediately. I was like, "There's no chance." And then they got Maxi off the bench, who dropped thirty four or something. Yeah, said. once like Coach Cal. If there's one thing we haven't seen with Coach Cal, it's uh, a vet present, <laughs> and like true. everything, everyone's a vet.
1: Yeah, everyone Maxie, pretty much it. like yeah.
0: a sophomore in Coach Cal's offense is a vet. It's like a six-year player in the NBA. Exactly, it's insane. <laughs> so once I saw that, I knew Kentucky was winning that game. I wish I put money down on it, but I didn't. Know. Um, yeah, Kentucky is going to be. They're going to watch, gonna be. Kentucky's going to be they're gonna someone. Be yes, Kentucky is going to be someone to watch for. Um, Coach Cal has got. Coach Cal's got quite the team. If they stay healthy, I feel like they can do a lot. Yeah, and then on the latter, Michigan State did not look good. Yeah, Michigan State does not look good. I think they're bad only for good Cassius players. Cash is Cassius Winston. Well, not only good player but like the most notable player. It looked like it was everyone I'm, else was afraid. Yeah, I'm not impressed by Winston either. I'm not He's either. like 6'1, 185 and um it's the it's not, the width of his headband. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I'm not joking. This it's man. honestly the width of his headband. The skinnier the headband the worse i think you are at sports this man's built like a giraffe but is short i don't get it like you, uh, it, his torso's really long but he's short and it's it's frustrating just looking at the man <laughs> uh one thing i will give it he he does have a high basketball iq that man can find a pass fucking anywhere on the court yeah. but his shooting needs to improve for them to be good they're not going to be good yeah because that's that's the big thing they're not they'll they'll turn it on late they'll become they'll be like a three to four seed in the ncaa tournament they'll make it to the second weekend and it'll be over all right you have it here folks yeah that's how it's that's how i see it going now granted things could change and they could suddenly have players that are confident in their strokes but they don't they didn't look like they were confident at all shooting the ball it looked like it was a four people. Everyone's we just, shell-shocked, yeah. It looked like Oklahoma with Trey Young. <laughs> True. That was ugly to watch. It was Trey Young. Holy shit, this man's pulling from half court. Oh, that's because no one's moving on offense. <laughs> yeah, and that was that was the same feel as I got from the first game of North Carolina this year, which scares the hell out of me. But everybody. Cole Anthony is the fucking truth. Cole Anthony's the truth, but at Holy one point shit. he shot every ball for a four to five minute stretch yeah. in the first half. And I was honestly shocked. I was like, why are you? it was the, it was the exact same thing. It scared the hell out of me because it was exactly the Trey Young thing. Don't you guys have vets too? Like Leaky we do. Black, we have it it, it. it turned around. The first game, I was like, because before the season, I said, like, hey, we have a lot of young we have a lot of vets. We have the potential number one overall pick in the draft we always do good even though we don't have draft picks like good NBA players later and this guy's already being compared as like a guy who's going to lead a franchise one day so I was saying hey like if you're looking for someone to bet on a national title North Carolina should be a heavy favorite and then the first game came out and I was ready to come on here and be like do not <laughs> bet on North Carolina. To I just own this team. It was bad. No one was shooting. Everyone looked shell-shocked. The only point I saw for like a five-minute stretch, because I only got to watch a little bit of it because I was at work, was outside of Cole Anthony was a putback from a hook shot by Cole Anthony by Harrison <laughs> Brooks. It clanked oh, okay. off black back iron front of the rim. Harrison Brooks caught it, put-back dunk. And that was the only shot I saw by somebody other than – yeah, and Cole Anthony, and and it was competition wasn't shot. too steep either. I mean, no. Notre Dame's not no probably won't even dance this year. So no, they won't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's uh. But they came back with the next game, and they had five people score double digits plus a twenty ten game by Cole Anthony, which was nice. Yeah, he's gonna whatever MVP they have in that in college basketball. He 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 might be it. Uh. Yeah. He was preseason Player of the Year. Yeah, that makes sense because <laughs> that man is fucking nice. Yeah, he's, uh, he's the truth. Nico Nico Manninen had an amazing. Oh, game. Oh man, Arizona is someone to watch. Yeah. Arizona is someone to watch. I think he had twenty-two and nine, and they showed like this fucking almost three-quarter court pass that he made.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. Just
0: threading the needle like yeah. a bounce, but he was just oh. If you're like, into if you're into the fu- like college basketball, you've known who Nico Manninen is for the past three and a half years, years, probably, yeah. like this dude is the truth like he's going to he's we said he was a projected top 5 pick for a reason and yeah. abso- absolutely he's he a is. little small but he can he can he's, score he's like he 62 is he, yeah, well, that's respectable yeah no Nico's the man like i'm going to watch as many arizona games as i can yeah cuz he's going to he's he, yes <laughs> i'm all about him put on for gingers Oh He's already on the Mount Rushmore of Help gingers me. in basketball. Help me, sweet baby Jesus. You got Brian sweet. Cardinal. You got the custodian. Sweet five pound. Five pound, nine ounce. <laughs> Tiny baby Jesus. Um, Tiny baby Jesus. You got Brian Cardinal. You got, we kind of claim Steve Novak. Are you just talking about gingers now? Yeah, pretty much. We claim Steve can't. Novak, even though he wasn't really ginger. That doesn't count, then we can still are them. you doing the race draft but with hair colors he had freckles so it counts um, <laughs> oh my god then we have, yeah then we go Brian Scalabrini and then Nico Mannion that's top four I guess so we had to replace Robert Swift because he would rather do meth than play basketball <laughs> hey man <laughs> hey <laughs> hey he was a lottery pick out of high school but then he turned to drugs instead of actually hooping. anyways <laughs> on to a better note a uh, better note. Actually, no. Was UCLA good? N- not really. They barely beat UCSB. Eh, that's sad. I, want I don't UCLA even think to be good. played either, so I was disappointed. Oh, that's a pain in the ass. Yeah, that's the only reason I wanted to watch it, but I think obviously I was forced to at work. But They're really easing him back into the game. Like, they really are. Granted, yeah, he's he probably going to get like eight minutes a game to start, and then he'll probably stay another year to... Probably yeah. Just to he get still got what how, heart palpitations or whatever it was. Yeah, his he heart problems. Yeah, which sucked because I was so ready for him to dominate. <sighs> well, I was so ready. So Can you imagine watching Sharif O'Neill go bonkers in the ACC and then having to then listening to Bill Walton try and? You mean Pac-12? What did I say? ACC. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and in the Pac-12, <laughs> and having <laughs> Bill Walton try and talk about how awesome he is oh it's going to be amazing (laughs) oh I want it so bad this UCLA and Arizona this UCLA and Arizona game like I'm I am ready front row tickets yes front row tickets on my couch like Mm -hmm. TV blaring just so I don't miss a single word of what Bill Walton says (laughs) I love that man he's a kook that's for sure he's the perfect commentator for for college 100% No, for everything. <laughs> do you do you watch the games where the NCAA guys go to With the, the NBA? crossovers? Yeah, it's beautiful. Like he's wearing a T-shirt. Like normally it's tie-dyed and way too well, short always, for his body. He's then, never sitting in the right spot. And never. then he'll remove the T-shirt within like the first ten minutes. He only talks about the team that he knows. Like there was one team. There was I think two years ago. He was talking about how the Pac-12 was should have. Uh, 10 teams in the NCAA tournament. They had one, <laughs> and one of them was in a play-in game, which they lost. So technically, they were in the tournament, so two. But really, That's out of the so group funny. of 64, the Pac-12 had one, when Bill Walton was saying, hey, the Pac-12 needs 10 teams. <laughs> Minimum. It is beautiful. <laughs> 10 of 12 need to be in this tournament. Bill, um, not every team has more than, like, six wins. <laughs> yeah, I would love... Oh, man. The more Dick Vitale and... Bill Walton. I get the happier I get. I've seen it firsthand. It's true. Um, All right, let's move to the NBA. What did what did we miss this week in NBA? Uh, I didn't miss anything because I predicted everything that the Sixers were gonna do. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I blew a lead. So I didn't miss that. Uh, I missed on gambling, which sucked. But I'm back in it today, as you can tell. Um, Back on our bullshit. What is it? Uh, Jokic hit two buzzer beaters this week. Yeah, Jokic. The, yeah, the Sixers uh, were at the, uh, another end of a, hey, we should have or should not have made that call, but we did anyways, and it may have cost you the game, but we're sorry. That happens the majority of times the Sixers lose primetime games. The officials come out the True. next day going, oh, we should have made this call, actually. He was actually fouled. Or we should not have made that call. He actually wasn't really fouled. Happens. Almost every time, to the point where I don't even watch the games anymore because I know it's better than having a brain aneurysm trying to <laughs> yell at an official. Um, so there's that. Uh, Luca went crazy. Look, the going crazy. The Suns still going crazy. The Suns are still winning. Uh, um, Pasca- oh. Pascal Siakam and like an MVP this year, man. With the yeah, the Raptors without their leader Kyle Lowry still somehow beat the Lakers. Is it possible to win most improved two years in a row? If anyone can do it, it's him. Because he went from like oh this guy's like a ninth man to oh this guy's a good a decent starter to this man is an MVP. Yeah, it's and that's in two years. It's insane how far he jumped. Um other other news would be let's see, Sun's still hot as shit. Yeah, who would have thought that actually getting a real point guard and bench depth would do well for him. We Kelly sure. Kelly Oubre didn't actually that. is playing amazing. Just surprisingly, yeah. It's who knew that when we thought getting rid of T.J. Warren, we we're like, well, that's fucking stupid. And then yeah, turns out that they're a true bucket getter. <laughs> with besides uh, Devin Booker. Yeah. Um, funny story actually was the Cavs beat the shit out of the Knicks so hard that the GM and president apologized to the fan base. <laughs> that's that's disrespectful <laughs> to yeah, your we, team. We beat them by 21, and we're not really trying to win. We're doing good, but we're not actively trying to win. That's honestly so disrespectful to the Cavaliers. The fact that they needed a yeah, press right? conference after their game, like, hey, we, we blew this one, guys. We know the Cavs aren't good, but we're sorry. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, so Knicks, dumpster fire. Yeah, the Knicks are... Knicks are Oh, beyond um, trash. Other news was Chris Middleton. He's out three to four weeks. King with of the, finesses. Yeah, with that injury to his upper thigh. Yeah. Also, um, yeah, you got an opinion on that. I know you do. Oh, Chris Middleton? Yeah. Yeah. Every, nobody in their right mind should have paid Chris Middleton $180 million. Especially when it was either him or Brockton. When he did not show up in the postseason. I don't know why these guys are throwing out hundreds of millions of dollars to guys who don't perform in the postseason. Man, it's simply because they can. They, I know, but awful. like, you've had three years. They've been to the playoffs three years in a row. Yeah. You have three years to compile like, hey, can this guy do something in the playoffs? And if he doesn't do anything productive in the playoffs, Get don't him. pay him. <laughs> Get rid of him. Or, no just don't pay him a hundred million dollars you go, hey you do really that. well getting us to the playoffs that's worth this amount but when it really counts and we need to get to a championship you fizzle out and you're worth this much so we're gonna put your playoff number what you're worth and your regular season what you're worth and put it together his regular season numbers is not worth a 150 plus 180. million. 180. no I'm saying I'm trying to combine oh, them. oh okay his you say his regular season it's not worth 150 million dollars and I can guarantee you that his playoff numbers are not worth 30 million dollars did you just censor yourself a little bit oh my god yes I was to the point of mad where I actually (laughs) censored myself it's funny because you said he shouldn't get more than 100 million and he got 80 more than that. He got 100. I said 150 and then I know for a fact it's his playoffs is not worth 30. I know, and his actual contract is at 180. It's, and you're saying he's not worth 100, but with this new age of NBA, you would have to give him 100 for him to stay. Why stay? That's true too. What is what does he do? He hits threes. Does he play good defense? Not really. He's very average to below How average. How does he score? <laughs> How do Okay, this is what you're saying. He's getting paid more than Siakam would. Siakam has went from scrub to Hall of Famer <laughs> before this guy could develop any sense of scoring other than a three-pointer. Yeah, it's it's ugly. And play decent defense. He's ugly. Um, I don't understand it at all. I don't get it. It completely they blew their chance. They're not making it to the finals. I know that. Speaking of another finals contender, Gordon Hayward fractured his hand. Poor guy. Six he can't weeks. To break. I wouldn't say that out. the Celtics are contenders. For hey man, fans. if you ask any Celtics fan <laughs> <if> <laughs> Mr. Bill ask, Simmons. It was ask, funny because Bill Simmons even tweeted, he was like you know, I've been waiting several days to say this, but I think the Boston Celtics are legit good. They're championship contenders. Or Gordon Hayward is back after only having two like really good games. And then not even ten minutes later he breaks his hand. That's freak. not the funny part. It's the fact that Bill Simmons was like, I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah. And not only did he break his hand, but he broke it in the strangest way possible. Did you see how he did no. it? It was oh, like a yeah, weird yeah, yeah. Got, like, screen, screen, right? That he ran around and he like just hit his hand on someone's elbow. Yeah. By the way, what was the over-under in the Celtics? Celtics was 219? 219? Yes. It hit. Let's fucking go. So if the Seahawks win, I'm one one sixteen. Oh wait, I need. What do I need to hit? Hold on, hold on. Oh, I need the the Raptors to. Um, yeah, the Raptors to lose by nine and a half or less. Oh, that'll hit. Um, that'll hit for sure. Uh, what were yeah. We so um. Oh, the Celtics. Yeah, it was hand. pretty bad. Yeah, but I mean, the hey, poor guy man, can't catch a break, and it's always in fluke ways. Yeah. Um, De'Aaron Fox sprained his ankle. He's out three to four weeks. Yikes. But, I mean, the, we, we the, do love us uh, some De'Aaron Fox. I love, I like the Kings, but at this point, you have to blame Luke Walton. There's literally no other there, You teams. can't not blame Luke Walton for the struggles of the – Because they were competent last they year. They were good. They were a borderline playoff team. You were looking at they it in the 19. last <laughs> month of the year. You were like, hey, guys, this team could make a push at the postseason. It really yeah. could. And then Buddy Healds decreased – uh, De'Aaron Fox is the only go- really good one he's like the only really good player they added vets and good vets and they're losing more than they did last year and then you look at granted the Pelicans suck but Brandon Ingram leaves LA and goes to the Pelicans and now Brandon Ingram might win most improved Player because he's dropping 30 burgers every true. night Yeah. so it's like at what point do you blame Luke Walton for this like, the Lakers, we were like, hey, their roster sucks, and you need to give Luke Walton a chance. But, like, this team was a borderline playoff team. It got better roster-wise and is losing more with a new coach yeah. being Luke Walton. LeBron was right all along. That's yeah, all I have the, to say. The one time LeBron was right. Um, so, okay. Friday night was actually an incredibly fun night in basketball. I'm looking at all these these lines. Yep. Um, career highs for like four or five people. Oh yeah, Dame and Kyrie went back to back. They went a uh, 50 on each other's heads. Dame Dame got 60 career high by one point. Kyrie had 33, um, and that was a four point game that the the Nets won. It's funny because all these guys with career highs uh-huh. lost. I feel so bad for Kyrie. They need or not Kyrie? They Dame Lillard. They need <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> they need help so bad. Like gonna... every single one of their big men is hurt. The only big men they can even moderately get on the court is Hassan Whiteside, and he doesn't even try. Yeah. Hassan Whiteside does not even try. He should be 20-20 every single night. He had 10-15 that game, and he was 4 of 10 of shooting, and he doesn't even leave the paint. Dude, he's awful. Yeah, like he's, he's his. Garbage. Those are good numbers, but if you watch the game, half the time he does not even try. No, you're very right. We thought it was just Miami, not wanting to be there, but it's just straight up he's no, he's a, net. He's a bad person. <laughs> he just doesn't want to play basketball yeah. anymore. And in that game, C.J. McCollum, 4 of 19 shooting yeah. for 8 points. And then uh, Rodney Hood's been banged up all year. Yeah, he's a, he was out, I think. Their third best player right now is Nazir Little, that's who's a rookie who alarming. wasn't... No, Anfrey Simmons. Oh, Anf- oh that's right, Anfrey, Anfrey Simons. Simmons, yeah. Anfrey Simons is a freaking man, dude. Anthony Simons I'm a huge Anthony Simons guy. Yeah, that dude's wet as fuck. He is legit. I can't believe I He's forgot so about him. He's so fun dude. to Holy watch. Balls. Too. But yeah, they need to make a trade for either Stephen Adams to protect the paint or get K Love. They need send a big send him send him. I want to see I want to see Stephen Adams in Dallas and I want to see Kevin Ooh. Love in Portland. Dude, I those are my two dream Holy scenarios. Cuz Stephen Ad- Dallas is a paint protector away. Stephen Adams and toughness. He, they just, yeah, they're too weak. They're too, like, you can tell they're scrawny. <laughs> you can tell Porzi's playing timid. Yeah, a little bit. Really timid. And Luca is trying to play Superman and is doing a hell of a job doing it. <laughs> but man, if you can get Stephen Adams, like, if you can get Stephen Adams, Porzi, and Luka Doncic on the floor together, that's a beautiful combo that could do a lot of damage. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, come on, lineman. A scoop and score in the 49ers game on some fluke fucking thing. Russell Wilson gets sacked. Okay, Lineman takes the ball okay, away from hold Russell Wilson. Okay, hold, hold, hold on, hold on. So you can't hit someone. You can't hit a quarterback's head, yes. correct? But they wrapped Russell Wilson up around his head and threw him to the ground, and they're just acting like nothing happens. Not only that, but they ran about, ran. Let's watch about this. Six yards back. He hits him in the face. Yeah, that's, I don't know what the fuck's happening anymore. That's a face mask. It's a face, he hits him in the head, it's a face mask, and you got three people pile-driving him to the ground using their full force of weight. How come it only happens, it's only called 30-40% to 40% of the time and <laughs> BS plays that don't matter? I get that I'm gambling on this and I want the Seahawks to win, but I'm in a good position for them to win regardless. But like... If you're a fucking official, do your fucking job. Uh, I refuse. And do it right. These guys don't know what to do anymore. They're like, well, oh, let's challenge pass interference plays. Have they overturned one pass interference call? No, they no, haven't. the fuck they haven't. Oh, you can challenge all these penalties. They don't overturn penalties. Another thing is, um, ever since that Saints Rams incident, they're letting plays play out. So like, they just scored they're a touchdown. They're calling down. less. Yeah, they 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 let that touchdown happen even though there was a clear face mask. Oh, my God. This is literally the most ridiculous thing. That man is skipping in the end zone. So we have a man who's literally skipping, frolicking in the end zone like a child. We have a dude wearing a binky. We have officials that don't understand what the rules of the game are. You have Pete Carroll chewing gum like as hard as he possibly can, he looking stressed. as puzzled as possible. You have another guy who hasn't looked up from his play call card in the past like every single time they show him to the side. Like, wh- what is this? All right, back to basketball. You've, you've had your time to shine. Does everyone <laughs> not wear f- mouthpieces and just have gold teeth? Apparently. I thought that was Is illegal. this 2001? The NFL is just a glorified Nelly video. Ooh, I like that. Oh, my God, this is ridiculous. Just turn the jerseys backwards. Fuck. I like it. Anyways, back to the NBA. Uh, more career nights. Pascal Siakam had a career night. 44 points. That's D'Angelo Russell at 52 and a loss. Well, that poor guy, he needs to get out of there. Go to the Timberwolves. Make uh, it exciting. It's funny because a man we're going to talk about, Andrew Wiggins. Oh, Andrew Wiggins. 40 fin- points that night against D'Lo's 52 and they won. Finally deciding to play. It's so It's weird. I'm going to look up his his line real quick. He, you go on him, though. Andrew Wiggins, He, it's like he finally looked at a comparison of him and didn't like it and was like, Okay, I gotta show him how talented I am. About fucking time. Like that man, Andrew Wiggins got a hundred and eighty million dollars also. Before they were giving up those numbers. To get to check out of games. Yeah, for real. He's averaging twenty five and a half points this year. Andrew Wiggins. Yes. Oh, so he's finally living up to the <laughs> yeah. hype that he had seven years ago when he got drafted? Yes, sir. About time, right? My goodness. Because, like, before he would only show out against the Cavaliers because they traded him. That's true, yeah. He would play well against his idols. Like, he would play hard against Kobe. Against Kobe he would get in the 30s. Against LeBron he would get close to 40. He would just go absolutely nuts. And then the rest of the season he would check out. Like, I remember the first NBA game I ever went to was uh, Clippers-Wolves. And I was ready. I was like, man, Andrew Wiggins, he's like a rookie, I think, this year. He's going to go crazy. He just had the 36-point game. Mm-hmm. I think he had 15. I didn't even know he was playing half the time. He had a fast-break dunk, and that was really it. That's, that's the thing with him. The whole, his whole career, it's been like, oh, shit, Wiggins is on the court. And yeah. now it's finally like, oh, my God, Wiggins is unstoppable. Yeah, he, got a, hair, yeah, he got a haircut and actually now is deciding to play. He, was, he just weighed too much. That's what it was. I guess, man. That was ridiculous. Yeah, he, uh, oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm glad to see it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe don't know they can finally get out. rid of his contract. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they yeah. Get now rid of him. They're not going to want to, though, knowing the Wolves. Trade him for D Yeah. Or just trade for D Shit. Wiggins and Covington. Deal. <laughs> Score and a defender. Yeah. Play the same position. But, um, well, the last piece of news we have. Dion Waiters We have one thing To say to you (laughs) Say do it again Stay off The weed Yeah so (laughs) This guy This fucking guy Right here Not only is he A locker room cancer Hey remember (laughs) What's that man What's that He's Kobe Wade (laughs) Oh you mean The self-proclaimed Kobe Wade It wasn't self-proclaimed It is on his uh, In high school He on Basketball reference He's now he's referred to as That's some Kobe Wikipedia Wade. shit that they someone just put in, oh he's Kobe Wade and they're like That doesn't sound good, but I guess we'll call him that. Yeah, and then uh Eric Bledsoe if you look up is baby braun. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, Absolutely so, uh, awful. Hot take Eric Eric Bledsoe uh missed missed a game because he had a panic attack. Or it was uh Dion Waiters. Oh fuck me, God damn it. You yeah, you, you messed me up, man. Sorry, uh, Dion Waiters. Yeah, missed the game because he had a panic attack because he got a little bit too high on the edibles. <laughs> yeah, some gummies. Apparently, now this is all this is all alleged conspiracy. He got it from a teammate, eh. James Johnson. <laughs> uh, <laughs> are you telling the not t- pointing fingers? Not gonna point fingers or anything, or James Johnson. Um. <laughs> or Kelly Olenek. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly Olenek. That was the guy. That was the weed head. Um, yeah, he got it from a teammate. Took it on the plane. Took it on the plane. Got way <laughs> too fucking high. <laughs> forced the plane. Didn't they force the plane to sure have they an did. emergency yeah. landing? Yeah. So he could calm down. Then they suspended him. Ten games. Ten games. Because he wouldn't snitch on his teammate. Because he was too fucking high. (laughs) They probably would have given him only, like, maybe five games. But since he's not giving up his teammate, (laughs) they're like fucking ten for being too high. Oh, my God, man. You literally can't make this up. This this man has shot himself in the foot so many times. Literally, that's the next step in his career is to literally shoot himself in the foot. He's he's the NBA's plaxico. It's it's insane. It's so funny because he... Supposedly the number two on the Cavs didn't get along with Kyrie because he only wanted to shoot fucking 17 times a game when he has the talent of um, a fucking pile of garbage. Exactly. And then, yeah, now he's on the heat, and he's just disruptive. No one wants him there. He's a locker room cancer. And now he's a doobie-doobie pot smoker. Yeah. A doobie-doobie pot smoker is the best way to put that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so... What a wild I'm so glad we got to story. bring back Stay Off The Weed. It's been so it's long. It's been way too <laughs> long since we've been able to do that. It's beautiful. And it's ah, shout out shout out Dion Waiters for that. Yeah. Also, I just want to go back to this NFL game. The officials are doing everything in their fucking power to make it so I lose my bet. <laughs> Literally no head contact was made at all on a kick re- on a punt and they gave the personal foul penalty. On the Seahawks, they just give those out like Halloween candy now. Apparently, only for the 49ers. Like this is borderline egregious. Hey man, you gotta get to eight and 0 somehow. I, they're already eight and 0. You gotta get well, yeah. Okay. They gotta to you gotta get to nine and 0. You gotta get to 18 and 0 somehow. There we go. All right. Um. Yeah, that's that is the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. A lot of ranting, a lot of raving, more ranting. Baby's first rave, you Baby's know, a little <laughs> bit of everything. Baby's first rave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Hope you guys enjoyed this. And please, take care of yourselves. We love you. And stay off the weed. Yes. <laughs> Alright, peace!